selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 244 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, you'll be shocked to know that Melanie and I are going to talk about the rumored potential expansion of the Southeastern Conference. We're going to talk about television. We're going to talk about the Olympics. And it's Melanie's turn for five favorites. Also, just a friendly reminder that our newly reorganized Amazon shop is there for your perusing, your shopping needs. It's just a bunch of stuff that we really love to use and have found helpful. And as always, we are so glad that you're here with us. If you get a chance, subscribe on the podcast app if you're choosing. Maybe even leave us a review. I don't know when I've asked y'all to do that. It just popped in my head. Okay. Here we go with episode 244. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Well, well, if ever there has been a time that I have needed to stretch and hydrate and ask that the Holy Spirit please dwell within me. I'm sorry. And be Lord of my words. Today is that day. That's what I'm going to tell you. The only saving grace is that we're recording this like a full five days after the news officially broke, is right. what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, you've had some time. For those of you who don't travel in SEC circles, what we're talking about is that last week it was SEC media days for the football coaches. We talked about that briefly last week. Yes. And, and last Wednesday, when it was A&M's day at media days, along with Mississippi State and uh-huh. Alabama, I can't remember who else, South Carolina, I think, it was leaked. Uh-huh. 
it was 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 leaked Uh that there was a possibility texas and oklahoma would join the sec Uh as members now i don't know how long it took from the time i saw this for well you texted me i think maybe i don't know how the conversation started but let's just say it went on all day it was it was an ongoing thing it was an ongoing. I'm going to tell you that what was happening is Gully and I were on our way to the Denver airport after a lovely several days in Breckenridge. Yeah. So um, first of all, you can appreciate that I had been on a shuttle after taking um, Sudafed and eating a chocolate donut and having a large coffee, which did not was not really a good combo for sure. me on a shuttle. So we get to the Denver airport and I was a little discombobulated, as in I had had to close my eyes the whole time so mm-hmm. that I didn't get sick on the shuttle. Then we get to the Denver airport and then Jackson, her oldest son, texts her this tweet about A&M or like SEC in talks with UT and, um, and OU. And I was like, what is happening? And I'm going to tell you that Gully and I found the nearest bar and we mm-hmm. proceeded to day drink for the next three hours while mm-hmm. we scrolled Twitter and text ags and read every piece of info we could get. It was not a good time. That's what I'm going to tell you. It was not a good time. It was... I- it was shocking for one thing because it, it just came out yes. of nowhere for us. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. Now, and I felt like the SEC, you know, that really the only beef I've had with the SEC since we've joined 10 years ago was the targeting call on to Chaser Chaser Everett. Everett. That was <laughs> That was the only time that I've really felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, by the SEC, and that was early on, and I felt like we were still figuring targeting out, so I felt like I could give grace. This feels like another level. Um, Greg Sankey hasn't called me to ask my thoughts. Right, right. But what I wanted to say, and what Gully and I agreed, is that I want to say this. There's an old story, an old story about a little girl, and she sees a snake, and the snake says, it's fine, I'm harmless, I'll, you can pick me up, it's all going to be good. And then she picks up the snake and it bites her. And she's like, but you bit me. And he's like, you knew what I was when mm. you picked me up. Okay. And okay. that is my, that is what I'm saying. And I do want to say this. Okay. The Aggies, because there's a media thing. And let me tell you, the University of Texas has a journalism school. A&M does not anymore. I know that because I minored in journalism and that school no longer exists. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize so, that. Yeah. So they control the media in Texas because it's all Longhorn grads and whatever. But let me tell you this. I have talked to Neri and Aggie who is scared of UT coming to the SEC. We are not afraid of UT coming to the SEC. We're not afraid to play UT. That's a false narrative. The problem is it's like you moved away from your toxic ex and you finally got away and then they moved right next door. And you think they're going to kill me in my sleep if they get the chance because they're that terrible. Now, that's, that's to, be, to be clear, we're not talking about specific people. We're talking about an institution that is an arch rival of, of A&M. That's so, exactly right. And I don't blame this. I have some lovely friends who went absolutely. to the University of Texas. I love a lot of people who went to the University of Texas. I'm talking about their upper brass. I'm talking about the powers that be that are power hungry and they have sent that school into a tailspin. I'm going to tell you that I've gotten messages from some Longhorn sisters Mm -hmm. who agree with this, that they have, they have grabbed and grabbed and they've had these coaching changes and they've done all this. And what is happening is they've created as even Kirk Herbstreet said, a cesspool in Austin, Mm. Texas. 
And I'm just a little afraid of what them coming to the SEC is going to mean in terms of the politics of the conference and the way things are run. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Go Henry. For me, I never really learned how to manage money when I was a kid, and this led to some really bad habits as I got older. I didn't really know how to budget or think about what I spent, and I basically had to teach myself how to do that once I got out of college and realized it's expensive to live, and it was a rude awakening. We have tried so hard to do better with Caroline because it's so important to teach our kids how to manage money and build financial independence and set them up for the future. They need to know how to differentiate between what do you want and what do you need and to build habits like saving, spending, and giving. GoHenry is the perfect way to help your kids be financially literate. GoHenry makes money management easier as a parent and it's empowering for your kids. It makes financial education and building a financial literacy easy for parents and fun. It has ease and convenience in managing allowances. It's so much easier than using cash. You're able to set boundaries while allowing for independence. You can limit their spending and choose where the card can be used while still allowing kids to learn the value of money and practice managing it. It really is so simple. Go Henry's debit card for kids and app for parents is an easy, fun way to teach kids good money habits. It's designed to help young people ages six to 18 learn about money firsthand and build financial independence. With GoHenry, they can use their card to make purchases online, in stores, or at an ATM, and they can track their spending in real time. And they can set savings goals and make donations. This helps them learn to budget and practice generosity. It sets them up for success in their future, and isn't that what we all want for our kids? You can get started at GoHenry.com and get one free month with promo code BIGBOO. That's one free month at GoHenry.com, promo code BIGBOO. So I read this morning an article on Saturday Down South by a guy named Matt Hayes. Huh? I'll link to it in the show notes in case anybody wants to go through the whole thing. And he kind of breaks down like, hey, his, his first kind of big point is the fact that, that this has been well thought through. This is, you know, it felt super like impulsive and what to yeah. us, but this has clearly been in the works for a minute. And then I saw this morning that I'm not going to say this exactly right. The uh-huh. the AL.com reporter, one of them, um, said that OU and Texas have both informed the Big 12 that they're going to be severing their media agreements or something like that, which is yeah. a, apparently a first step. Uh-huh. But um, this, this Saturday Down South article says that, you know, first of all, this has been in the works for a minute. Um and that they'll have to negotiate, you know, payout with the Big 12 for, uh-huh. for them to leave, just like A&M did. Yeah. Um, just like Missouri did. Money's a, a, a little bit more significant at this point than it was yeah. when y'all all left. Um, but this is what I thought was so interesting, but talks about the TV piece of it. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. says ESPN paid Texas $250 million for the Longhorn Network the exclusive Uh home of all Texas sports. That deal Uh runs through 2031, but the Longhorn Network would likely be folded into the SEC Network and the payout of the final 10 years of the contract folded into the SEC coffers because ESPN lost nearly $50 million on the network over the first five years. So folding it into the SEC Network would be, the the writer says, a lifeboat of sorts. So I think if... 
I think for a couple of reasons, I think we can all understand why this would be super attractive to Texas and to Oklahoma as well. Yes. Why recruiting wise, it would be super attractive to them. But I'm going to tell you one reason why. Oh, I'm, I moved my microphone. I'm very, I'm, listen, I'm, I have a lot okay. of thoughts. Listen, we've got a lot of feelings. <sighs> I think that the more I've thought about it, I'm like, okay, so if you look at rivalries in the SEC, uh-huh. Uh-huh. if you look at those like down to the bone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, because of the work of the Holy Spirit, I'm able to love you as an individual. But I, yes. I, but I would not want to participate in anything to do with your institution. No, we are in a blood feud. <laughs> we are in a blood feud. Right. You yeah. have Alabama and Auburn. Yeah. You have State and Ole Miss. Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. 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 So Florida and Georgia, don't Florida and Georgia. I mean, yeah, that's but, like but it's thing. still it's it's not an in-state rivalry. Like I'm talking yeah. about in terms in-state of rivalries are different. In-state rivalries are different yeah. because mm-hmm. you're talking about usually two. There's two different sort of philosophies at work within the same mm. state. So if I'm looking at this and I think about being able to as much as I know, the Aggies are like, whoa, 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 whoa. But if I'm looking at pulling that rivalry into a conference Uh and Uh everything that would mean Uh and how the intensity of that (laughs) would Uh probably be really good, not just for television ratings, but for engagement in media all the way around. Uh Uh That's going to give me pause in terms of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. Listen, mm-hmm. that's if there's an upside to it to me. And Caroline Shankle said this as somebody who's about to be, you know, who is the fighting Texas Aggie class of 2025. She's like, bring it on. Yeah. Longhorns, like bring it on. Because mm-hmm. it, Gully and I have worried that because we don't play each other in anything anymore, we don't want the hatred to die. You know, it feels like a rite of passage that you in Texas, like you, you, you pref one school or the other. And so it feels like because we didn't have that. So I'm that part of it, the playing them, I did not want to play them when they were big 12 and we were sec, but if right. we end up playing each other there again, I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks that there's an Aggie anywhere that's afraid of the competition aspect uh-huh. of the Longhorns coming into the sec, but no. I totally get your thing. I mean, I've thought a thousand times, what if state had been in the sec and then suddenly they were like, Hey, guess what? Ole Miss is coming in. Yeah. You, like you're just natural instinct is to go. Nope. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. No, we don't want you. We don't want you. And here's the, and here's the thing, because for the last 10 years, they've been like dumb Aggies left for the sec. It's a redneck backwards conference. We're elite. We're better than that. So it's, it is what it is, but you're like, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, I see. I see what's happening now. Mm-hmm. You know, like they couldn't stand it. They couldn't stand it. But the benefit is, is we have a 10 year head start on them. And so we have a proven coach that's getting results on the field. We've upgraded all of our facilities. A&M has never been poised for more success than we are right now. So it's, it, I'm glad we didn't do it at the same time. I'm glad that right. we've had a 10 year head start. I'm like, we've, I feel like everybody in the SEC would agree we've been a lovely addition, you know, like people like our fans and we're pleasant yes. and we're a great place to come visit and, yes. um, and all that. I'm just saying that I think the other Texas school is going to feel a little bit different is what I'm saying. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out over the next few weeks. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, it feels like the wheels are in motion. I, yeah. And honestly, like as a, a lifelong SEC person, I 
the addition of Texas and Oklahoma just logically does not really bother me that much. Mm-hmm. The thought of it becoming like a, a mega conference, I don't love yeah. that. Because, no, because I, I don't know, it just it feels that is a different feel. Yeah. But, you know, I remember when I was in Startville and and Arkansas and South Carolina came on board. You know, I, re- mm-hmm. I remember 10 years ago yeah. when y'all in Missouri came on board. And in in hindsight, all those additions have been really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there are, you know, there, there are people who are looking at this from a business standpoint and from a big college football landscape standpoint who can see all the reasons why it would be really good. But I'm going to tell you, I did think the fact that it got leaked on y'all's media day was a little dirty. Uh-huh. That's I thought what that I'm was saying. a little dirty. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there is a lot at play there and don't ever underestimate them because they, there again, I'm not talking about individual people. I'm not talking about the people who, you know, wear the Longhorn shirts. I'm talking about the upper brass. There is just a sneakiness there is what I'm saying. So, and I stand by that. And Sophie didn't say that. So don't message her. (laughs) Don't message her. Message me. I don't care. This is... I will stand on my Enneagram eight wing all day long. On this this. Was, hey, we've talked about when does your eight wing come out? Here it is. Here it, it is. is. is That's it. right. I don't you can you can at me all day long. I'm just saying. I'm giving a big side eye to the to the Longhorns is is what's happening and to, and to that whole situation. And you know but, what? That your reaction to this is exactly why. People are like, oh, if they come on board, it's going to be good. Like, Uh (laughs) that's why the the ones of us who are farther to the east in this nation can kind of look to the west and go, oh, that tangling up inside Uh the conference, that 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 could be something Uh that Uh could be something. It's a lot of hate. It's a lot of hate. But listen, if they want to, I mean, the SEC, I mean, you know, they can play Vanderbilt. That's like maybe when they lost to Maryland. And they, you know, like how they can't beat Kansas, but if they want to come on over and play Auburn and Alabama and Mississippi State and the Aggies and LSU, then they are welcome to. They are welcome to. I'm just going to say it's really going to hurt their chances of being ranked number in the top five every single season to start out the season when you've got to run the SEC gauntlet. I'm going to tell you what, well, I have told you this. I think the most interesting dynamic of this edition, apart from the renewed intensity of the Longhorn Aggie rivalry. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the dynamic between Texas and Alabama. Yo, but for sure. A hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's ever been a, in the, in the, in the big 12, I'm not so sure there's ever been a power that equates to the power of Alabama in the current SEC date. Does that make sense? Uh-huh, like uh-huh, with, uh-huh. with that level of sway and consistency and um, like just a really a legit dynasty. Yeah. So, so that's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah. Well, and the difference is, is that Alabama is currently in the midst of their legit dynasty. Longhorns tend to live back in like 1975, like Daryl Royal still running everything. Right. And you're like, yeah. we appreciate that you won the national championship in 2008 with Mac Brown, but there's been a lot of water under the bridge since then. Yeah. And that, so, that like, I know that they've, they've certainly had their day, but I mean, like current day Alabama is unlike uh-huh. anything we've seen and I know Clemson's really good like I get it but I'm just saying the whole Nick Saban roll tide roll situation is 
Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be something that football people and sports fans talk about for a long time. So yeah. that'll yeah. be an interesting matchup. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, it's funny that all this has happened because I did think, and there's been a lot of talk on this, and Billy Luigi, who runs Tex Ags, is one of my favorite people to follow because I tend to agree with everything he says. But, <laughs> um, oh, hold on. My Siri keeps trying to come on. I don't okay. know why. It's because it knows I'm so worked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, between this and the NIL, which is that that earlier in the summer where the players are now allowed to make money, which I think that they should be allowed to make money. But then when you're talking about these mega conferences, I just don't want college sports to start feeling professional, like to that extent. Right. Like, And if you have this big mega conference, because I think part of the fun is like, Who's the better conference? Is SEC stronger than ACC? Mm-hmm. And is Big 12 this and whatever? And the real loser in all this, which is a is a Texas girl with friends that go to all these schools, is Baylor and Tech yeah. and TCU. 100%. Because what does that look like for them? And I, I'm there again. I love to hate those schools, but I also feel really bad for them in terms of where this leaves them. And nobody's talking about that. And that's my other, this is the last thing I'm going to say about it where I'm a little bit bitter is when A&M made this move in 2012 or 2011, everybody was like, the Aggies are, you know, they're so selfish and they're doing this or whatever. But we're like, no, we weren't the destruction of the big 12. Like they kept ticking, you know, like Mm -hmm. they kept going, but like Texas and OU pulling out now, everybody's like, this is so awesome that they're doing this, but you're like, no, they're destroying these other schools, like this is the end of the big 12. So like, why don't we run with that narrative a little bit? Because, you know, we were one team leaving, whereas this is like, they're essentially imploding the way football is going to look in the whole state of Texas. Yeah. It's going to be different for sure. And, mm-hmm. and nothing is final. Like we don't, you know, but, no, but certainly know. it seems like, like I said earlier, the wheels are in motion. So we will see. Mm-hmm. We will see. And I'm just going to say, if Greg Sankey wants to slide into my DMs and give me any kind of scoop about what he's thinking, I'm sure he's thought about it. I'm just saying I'm open to that. I would like to know. I won't say a word to hardly anybody. (laughs) Well, if there were ever a time for us to have Greg Sankey on the podcast, right? Hey, it's me here to tell you about HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? It's fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips with less prep, less effort, and minimal cleanup, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes, which is the best amount of time for me. HelloFresh's calorie smart options make it easier to enjoy tasty, lower calorie meals this summer without scouring the grocery store for ingredients and the web for easy recipes that turn out not to taste good. You can choose from 50 menu and market items each week from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options are all available. There really is something for everyone to enjoy with all the recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. You know what you can't ensure when you look on Pinterest for a recipe? Deliciousness and simplicity. We have loved every HelloFresh meal we have ever tried. It helps me get out of my cooking rut. It helps me figure out new things to make. I cook meals I would never think of on my own, and we actually love them and eat them. It takes the guesswork out of trying something new, and is it going to work out, and is everybody going to like it? To me, HelloFresh is going to be the perfect solution for Perry and me once Caroline goes off to college. We can take turns cooking and not waste money on meals that we don't end up finishing. Plus, we can always try something new. 
You can go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo14 and use code BigBoo14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo14 and use code BigBoo14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. And you'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. It was like when Carol Karen Howe, she she tweeted and said that she'd like to get the Patreon edition where she gets all the cuss words when I talk about this. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. It's what we could do if I could have flown you out to sit at the table when Gully and I were in the Denver airport, that would have been like a $50 Patreon level. Right, right. A, a one-time-only level. <laughs> I, I will say, I've thought so much about... You know, again, Enneagram Nine. How how is everybody feeling? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and I really have. I don't know. I just I I think um, it's it's, it's going to be an adjustment if it if it happens if it goes through. And I absolutely understand why Aggies were like, oh goodness, because I mean, even Alex was like, hold on a minute yeah. now. Yeah. You know, it's just. Um, yeah, I don't know. Change is hard. Change is hard. Change is hard. And like when you've when you've made a clean break from something and you felt good about that, you know, all of a sudden when that when that break shows right back up, it's yeah. a little sad. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're I'm sure we'll nope. revisit this topic at another time. But yeah. you're okay. You're processing. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm and I'm not scared. I mean, it is what it is. But I just, it's like we just don't want you. Like it's just, it's like Mean Girls. It's like you can't sit with us. Is how I feel. It's not because <laughs> I'm scared for you to sit with us. I just don't want you to sit with us. Well, uh, it's baseball wise. This the state fans that I have kind of seen uh, just online talking about it. The baseball thing has been interesting because you know we played Texas a few yeah. times this past year in the college world series. And there, there was some, you know, it was, it was spirited. Uh-huh. And so it will, it will be spirited. Should they come into the conference? I feel like kind of like when y'all mm-hmm. came in, y'all were sort of the center of attention and Missouri was sort of in the background. Yeah. I feel like OU's kind of in the background of this whole thing, because yeah. again, there's no built in like in-state rivalry that's being affected with it. Exactly. And, and it's, uh, you know, not that y'all were, but there was like the whole Texas A&M LSU thing, Texas A&M uh-huh. Arkansas thing. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, it, you know, OU's going to slide right on in too, I guess. And then we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, in OU, I mean, you think they've been, I mean, they've actually had success on the football field in the last <laughs> 10 years, you know? So it's, I'm just saying that's, <laughs> there's that cloud again. There's, <laughs> saying it's a different deal there's that cloud there's some there's a little bit of respect there Mm. but the other just feels like just feels like something different is what i'm saying okay so there's that there's that yes there's also the fact that before all this happened you went on a trip to colorado Yes, I did. It was so fun. Tell we, us about it. It was great. It was so my friend Jamie, um, they uh, got a place in Breckenridge about a year ago. And so she had texted Gally and I a couple of weeks ago. I was like, do y'all want to come up? And her kids were all at camp. And we were like, yes, like we want to come. And I'm going to tell you, I had never been to Colorado in the summertime, which feels like a real error on my part. Mm. But it was lovely. Like we really had the best time. And I think it was so it was so timely because we kind of this was like an early 50th birthday thing for me. Right. um, It was just so timely because 
it's the thing of like, oh, this is what the next season of life can look like, mm-hmm. you know, that just that we had the freedom and we didn't have to juggle and worry about, well, who's got, whose kids are doing what and how are we going to, it was like, we were just all like kind of free to go and travel and, um, and we rode e-bikes, which was so fun. Like, I mean, I bet we drove, I bet we went 50 miles on those e-bikes. Like we went up and around these lakes and, um, but when you've got a motor on a bike, that makes it's, a big difference. It's helpful. It's helpful. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so fun and like the food was so good and the town was so quaint and we just had the best talks and it was just, I don't know, it was just, it was really good for my soul to get to be with them. And we're all, because Jamie's got, um, her oldest and then her middle is going off to A&M this year. And then Gully's oldest of course is at A&M and then Caroline's leaving. So we're just all kind of in that stage and we've been friends since we were all at A&M. And so it was just really sweet. We had a, we had a really, really good time. I'm so glad. And I'm glad yeah. you weren't traveling alone when you came home and you, uh-huh. got, you got the word of the SEC expansion, potential expansion. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was like, I was looking and I was like, I'm going to need a Michelob ultra is what I'm going to need. <laughs> cool. And keep them coming. And keep them coming. So that was your last hurrah, I guess, before Caroline leaves, right? Yeah, that was really, so we did that. And then, um, and then Caroline actually drove to College Station. So she made her first solo trip to College Station to go stay with some friends this weekend that are up there right now. And I mean, you want to talk about somebody tracking somebody on Life 360 was that drive to College Station Mm -hmm. because she's never done it alone. And so it was so weird and it was like oh this is so this is my new reality like she's just going you know and so um but she got home today and she had a great time and said it was so fun and I mean and just loved hanging out with them and she was like and we just cooked like last night they cooked dinner and you forget how all of that's like a novelty you know oh, yeah like, I'm listen I still remember making my first batch of chicken spaghetti when I was in yeah. college you know like yeah. it was just the world just opened up uh-huh yeah with this yeah, can of Rotel like, tomatoes yeah, she, I mean, they made pasta, they fried some fish, they did a little stir fried vegetables to go with it. Like she shut, they took a picture of it, like the whole deal. And so she had a great time. And then she leaves Sunday, um, this coming Sunday for Impact Camp, which is like um, a Christian fish camp for A&M. Mm-hmm. So she's got Impact and then pretty much is home for a day and then leaves for fish camp and then really is home like 10 days. And then that's it. Then we're done. Yeah, it really just dawned on me really yesterday, which was Sunday, about... I was like, oh, okay. So Alex has senior retreat in two weeks. Uh-huh. Comes back. He's, well, he starts, they start football practice, like real football practice tomorrow. Uh-huh. And then um, he has senior retreat in two weeks. And then he starts school on the 10th. And this will be the yeah. first time in my adult life that I have not gone to school in August. Crazy? Really? It's my first time since, since kindergarten that I haven't gone wow. to school in August. I've always gone back to school in August. Yeah. Wow. I know. I had some feelings about it over yeah. the weekend. So. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. strange. It's like, I don't know. And I feel like this is the kind of stuff that hits you at weird times. Yes. Uh-huh. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So like it hit me this weekend. I just, I don't know. That's going to be a weird, a weird thing. I am going to his senior retreat because I'm speaking, but uh-huh. I'm not staying with everybody like on the campground and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. We're going to. We're going to move into this new thing, but it's, it's a little strange. Yeah. It's a, it's a new season. It's a new, yeah. And this weekend it was kind of like Saturday night. It was fine. Cause we were busy, but then like Sunday night, Caroline was gone and like Perry and I were sitting there and like looking at each other. It's like, what? I mean, so this is, this is it. Yeah. Like, 
here we go. Here we so. go. I, I never get bored ever. I'm just, I, it's not my personality. I'm just mm-hmm. not, there's always something to do that I think is fun. But this past weekend, David went to the lake with some friends and Alex was somewhere. I can't remember Friday night. And I was like, no, Friday night he ended up coming home and I went and sat back in his room with him because I was just bored. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. I know. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Noom. Y'all have heard me mention Noom on some other podcasts that we've done. And I first heard about Noom when Gully decided to try it. And so I was so curious about how it works because when it comes to losing weight, there's so much pressure out there to label foods good or bad. But Noom is here to change how we see food with psychology-based approach that looks at what you eat, but also how you eat. Not everybody wants to be on a strict diet or go to two a days at the gym or to drink weird teas or to have to eat only vegetables. I want to live my life. I started Noom because I felt like so many of us, my weight creeped up on me over quarantine and I'm turning 50 in August and I have to realize my metabolism isn't what it used to be and I just wanted to get things under control before it felt like an insurmountable task. Noom has helped me make better choices when I shop to think more about what I'm craving and why and maybe most importantly to quit viewing certain foods as bad. I have managed to lose some weight, but without feeling like I'm depriving myself, which is key, or not eating things I want to eat. It's sustainable because it really just helps you make better choices without changing your lifestyle. I can still go have Mexican food on Friday nights. I love the Noom app because it's a daily check-in and gives helpful tips like eating a handful of grapes as opposed to a handful of crackers with hummus. It makes it easy to identify green, yellow, and red foods and figure out how to incorporate them into my daily diet without going crazy or over the top. You don't need rules to lose weight. You just need the knowledge and the wisdom to make smarter habits. That really is the key. And Noom helps you unlearn your bad habits and understand your relationship with food. And one size doesn't fit all. You can choose your goals and Noom will personalize a weight loss program for you. You can start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash big boo. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash big boo. Again, you can sign up for your trial at noom.com slash big boo. N-O-O-M dot com slash big boo. The other thing we did this weekend, though, and I think you did too, was uh-huh. we watched a good bit of the Olympics. Yes. God, I love the Olympics. I'm so glad they're on. I'm going to tell you that this was night two of me feeling a little bored. The beach volleyball situation, mm-hmm. you would have thought I was watching like a critical end of season <laughs> football game that determined who would be competing for the national championship. I don't know anything about volleyball, really. Yeah, yeah. But I was so into the beach volleyball. And then I really, I got tickled at one point because you know how in, like it, in, a, in a big volleyball game, the culture is everybody circles up after every point. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same with beach volleyball. They start, they hug after every point and they talk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what are they saying? Yeah, yeah. Like if we talked after every segment of the podcast, like what, yes. would, we, what would we say to each other? Like, way uh-huh. to go. Or, yeah. I don't Good know. Good job. Good yeah. job. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I know. know. They're, they're very expressive. And I always think this when they hug, because I don't think that it dawned on me how stifling hot Tokyo is right now until they were talking about the sand was like 115 degrees. All right. So we can I'm, just confess we didn't realize how much water was a factor in <laughs> Tokyo until 
We, neither one of us did. I didn't. And, and so it makes sense why it's so hot, why it's so humid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, but so all I can think is when they're hugging like that, I'm like, don't you know they're so sandy and sticky? Uh, <laughs> Just. I thought that has to be the best shower. Oh. After you play beach volleyball, that's got to be the most rewarding shower in the world. It really does. I uh-huh. mean, like every day you're taking a top five shower. <laughs> Between I mean, the sunscreen and the sand and then how hot they get. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Every day. That's the, It's like, I can't even imagine how glorious the shower is. No, it's got to feel so good. That was one of my favorite things we were in Breckenridge is that every morning when I would go to like splash my face with cold water is the water that came out of that faucet was so freezing cold, like mm. mountain water. that I was like, I wish I could take this home with me. But like that's. If I were a beach volleyball player, I would want that. Like, I think you'd go home and just be like, I'm getting in an ice cold shower for at least the first five minutes. So the beach volleyball was awesome to watch. But I also want to point out this, and we haven't talked about this yet, but I was watching the men's gymnastics, I guess, on Saturday night. Yes. <laughs> their jersey things, well, I don't know what you call them, the things, the tops, their tops. Yes, yes, yes. It's a lot of luck. <laughs> It took me a minute. And if you haven't watched them compete, y'all need to look it up. I'll see if I can find a picture. And it's a lot. It's an eagle. Like, I thought that Uh looks like somebody went to a country music festival. Yes, it does. And Jason Aldean had like the the coolest shirts. And you got one and you said, This is what I'm going to wear when I compete in the Olympics. Yeah. It's got yeah. an eagle. It's got stars. It's like it's a whole thing. I bet if somebody would turn that into a tank top and put that in a store, uh-huh. they'd sell a million of them. Yeah. Well, I feel like, and I think the same could be said of especially, especially the women's swim suits that they're wearing. Yes. Like, we're not going, I mean, you can have your solid royal blue. You can do just your red, but we're going full on stripes. Like you said, like we just came back from a Jason Aldean concert. It uh, is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of look going on. Well, and the women's leotards that they wore, wore mm-hmm. were like Christmas trees. I mean, they just, you know, every which way you turn, that thing sparkles. Yeah. You, you know, it's like fireworks on, on spandex. It's really, it's really been interesting. But yeah, the, we really went all out. Yeah. We really went all out. And so last night we had, which was Sunday night, we had the, big showdown between Katie Ledecky yes and the Australian swimmer who's yeah. I can't remember uh, Titmus is her last name but yes. I can't remember her first name but yes that listen that as soon as I saw that when they showed that Australian swim coach uh-huh. when when Titmus won I was like Karen Howe like her work is done for the Olympics <laughs> I knew it. And like pretty much she had like three memes up pretty much five minutes after it happened. And Ben Rector posted it on his Instagram that was like, caption this. It was the most, I'm like, I don't know that I've ever been that enthusiastic about anything in my whole entire life, but it was the best moment of the Olympics for me so far. I just thought, I mean, it felt like it went on for five minutes, his reaction. Yes. Yes, it was. And then as you watch, if you watch it multiple times, which I have, when you see the like kind of attendee that's there, I guess, to kind of make sure that people stay in line, she didn't know what to do. Like she kind of keeps, <laughs> bless her. She's, she's doing this whole, because you think, sir, 
your mask is now off, which mm-hmm. I'm sure they've been told to make sure they keep their masks on. He's not in his space that he's probably supposed to be in. And you can tell she doesn't want to get in the way, but she's also trying to do her job. It's just, it was just a classic moment. I want to tell you something else Ben Rector said last night that made me laugh so hard because it was so true. Yes. Uh, when he posted, shout out to Rowdy Gaines for shouting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Listen, Rowdy Gaines is a beloved figure in in the world of gymnastics, but sweet mercy, it's loud. It's so loud. It is loud. I uh-huh. mean, nobody, I mean, that was another one where I thought nobody, I don't get as excited as he does about anything. You right. know, like he's so, everything is like volume 10. Like it's just loud and he's in it. Um, but God, it's been so good. And when we watched the opening ceremonies, which was another time when I had a sobering moment of I'm really bad at geography, um, you know, like- it will humble uh, you. It will humble uh, you. It just in countries you're like, I've never heard of this country and I don't know where it is. And then they would kind of show on the map and I'm like, huh, well, who knew? And then I felt like our, which I know they're Ralph Lauren, but I'm like, we, we had a lot of luck going on with our, with our opening ceremony outfits. A lot of luck just may be the thing for America for this, for this year. That might just be our, yeah. our general yeah. thing. Hey, it's me taking a break to tell you about Monk Pack. Healthy snacks have a bad reputation, and let's be honest, it's because most of them don't taste very good. They deserve that reputation because they don't fill you up. They don't satisfy your cravings. This episode of the Big Boo Cast is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like your favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. They're gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors, yet they taste good. They're great for anyone following a keto lifestyle, but also the perfect snack for anyone who's trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste. And isn't that all of us? I love Monk Packs because they're the perfect midday snack or late night snack when I'm craving something sugary, but I know I need to make a better choice. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars have a soft and chewy texture, and they come in delicious flavors like coconut cocoa chip, peanut butter, and blueberry almond vanilla. My favorite is the dark chocolate sea salt. It's the perfect thing for when I'm craving something sweet. It's a great quick breakfast, a snack between calls, a late night treat. They taste incredible and you can't beat the low sugar nutrition or the taste they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered right to your door. It's such a great healthy snack to have on hand while your kids are home for the summer. I am obsessed with these bars and I probably eat more than I should. To make sure I'm always fully stocked, I signed up for a subscription to my favorite flavors. That saves me 10% on every order and it ships them to me automatically. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, you just go to monkpack.com and select any product then enter the code BIGBOO at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack is delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. Thanks, Monk Pack, for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, I, I did think it was somewhat appropriate that the Australian coach, swim coach, responded like he did, given the fact that we had the premiere of season two of Ted Lasso um, yes. this past weekend. Yes. It felt right. It felt uh-huh. it, it felt like a theme kind of running through what I was watching on television but have you gotten to see the first episode of season two no, of Ted Lasso we, yet? Have, we have not watched it yet no okay. we haven't because we were waiting for Caroline to get home so t- have you 
I have. Alex and I watched it, I guess, Friday night. Okay. And, you know, I just, I love when a television show, when it's been gone for a while and it comes back and it feels like you're being reunited with an old friend. For sure. You know, it feels like, well, I just miss these people. I miss these characters. I missed this whole dynamic. It, it, I just, it's so good. Okay. He's, he's just, to me, Ted Lasso is one of the best, most beloved characters I can yep. remember on yep. television. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, because you can't, he's, he's what everybody either wishes they had in their life or wishes they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, he's just so positive and it's just what the world needs now. You know, we just need a little positivity. I finished Never Have I Ever season two. Oh. And then I immediately started rewatching Never Have I Ever from season one all over again is, is where I went. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to start it all over again. Cause I was like, nothing else is going to be as good as this right now. And so I'm just going to watch season and Gully, I got Gully to watch it. Cause uh, she had never watched any of it. Did she love it? Um, um, I think she likes it so far, but I don't okay. know that she's had a lot of time, but, um, but I was like, I want to start watching it from the beginning. And so that's what I've been watching. And then I've had some books too, but that the never have I ever, I was just like, I just need to relive that again before I can move on to something new. It, it was instantly for me. Season two of never have I ever, I was almost sad when I finished the last episode because I hated that I had seen it because yeah. I wanted to watch it again for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, so good. Same. same. Yeah. All right. So given all of our football drama, conference drama, yes. um, Olympic joy, Yes. I think it's time for your five favorites. Okay, I am ready. I am ready. What you got? Um, Okay, my very first one. So I went Saturday for a pedicure because I desperately needed one. And I knew that I wanted to do like a white, which my usual go-to white has always been Funny Bunny. But Mm -hmm. I have read that Funny Bunny is being discontinued. Really? Yes, which is shocking. Interesting choice. Yes. And so, um, but I found this other one. So they had Funny Bunny there, but then I saw a color called, it's Hue is the Artist, like H-U-E is the artist. I have gotten this color. Okay. And it's kind of a funny, it's Funny Bunny adjacent is what I'm saying. It is. It's got a little bit more pink in it than Funny Bunny. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, a little bit more pink, but still to me, it translates pretty much mainly as white, but not, sometimes I don't like a real stark white. Right. I don't Um, either. It looks like you painted your nails with white out. Exactly. So I think it's a really good. So I was like, okay, this is a good. So Hugh is the artist. If you're looking for just a good white with some pinky undertones, um, but that also comes across as opaque because, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you get them where it's too see-through and this is, this to me was just a perfect color. I agree. So, I think it's really good. Yeah. I'd never had it before. So, um, so that's my first one. Okay. My second one is a skincare product that I ordered a while back for myself um, I love following Skin by Blair on Instagram. Yes, you have mentioned Skin um, by Blair. Yes, she is an esthetician. Um, she's darling. She has great skin. She's young. But um, everybody raves about her um, Skin by Blair tonic, and they call it, quote, a facial in a bottle. Um, that sounds so- promising. 
Yeah, so I'm going to tell you, it's it's a gentle anti-aging exfoliating toner containing a blend of favorite skin acids to brighten, lighten, and tighten the skin. So it's a formula to combat fine lines, wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, blackheads, acne, and melasma, all while giving a gorgeous glow. Okay. I'm going to tell you that I have started using it. I do it in the morning after, like, so I splash my face with cold water. Then I use the tonic, like, with a cotton pad. And then I put on my vitamin C and my sunscreen and whatever. But I do think it's made my skin brighter and cleaner. And it just, it just feels really clean. Now it is drying. So you have to kind of get used to it, but I really like it. And you only Um, use it in the morning. No, I use it at night too. So I use it twice a day. And then at night I use it and then I'll use it. And then I put on my retinol after that. Okay. gotcha. Um, But I worked up too. I started just in the morning, but now I use it twice a day, but it's a good size bottle for the price. Um, and I just really like it. And I will say that I like shopping her, um, the way she has her store is she has her own products that she does, but then she also does these bundles. So it's like, if your concern is hyperpigmentation, here's a great bundle for you to buy. So, and of course it's expensive to buy all that at one time, but I do like that she kind of packages it for you. Yeah. You know, makes it easier. Yeah. So she doesn't know me. This isn't an ad. Blair and I are not friends. (laughs) We could be friends, but this is just a product that I really like. Okay. Um, the next thing is, as we all, I don't know, maybe you've heard that the Nordstrom anniversary sale is going on. I still can't shop in it. Still can't. I know. I think Friday is the day that it's for bond card holders. Okay. Well, I listen, I, if those, if that pair of Adidas workout shorts that I've had on my wish list now for the better part of six weeks, it feels like if they're still around, it's going to be a miracle because I can't well, shop. Well, I'm just going to say you've got it. If there's something you really want, you have to keep going back and checking because stuff goes in and out of stock all the time. Okay. Um, But one thing that they have plenty of that is one of my very favorite things, and I just ordered one for Caroline to take to her dorm room, is their Bliss Plush Throw. That looks very comfortable. It is the best throw. It's so soft. It's the perfect weight. It's the one that we all want to use. And we have washed it and dried it a gazillion times. And it's still as soft as it was the day that we bought it, which I think is really hard to find in a blanket, you know, where it doesn't fill up or whatever. It comes in a million different colors. Um, And so I think it looks really nice out because it's kind of got a fringe. And so it's a blanket that you can actually leave out. Um, But it also is actually really soft and comfortable. And it's, um, and during the sale, it's only $25. So to me, it would be great to stock up on for gifts or for your family, if y'all need some throw blanket refreshers, I just really, really like it. I'm going to add it to my wish list. We'll see if it's still around yeah. when no, I can it'll find It'll still be around. No, they, I'm telling you. And it would be so great, like, if you needed, like, because, of course, everything for me is graduation gifts at this point. But, like, you could go get one monogrammed. It would be a great graduation gift in the future. It's just a really, really good blanket. Okay, I love that. It looks so soft. Yeah, it's so soft. Um, I mean, like, I like it better. Like, we have Barefoot Dreams blankets, and I like it better than that. Okay. So that's, that's high high price. price. Yeah. My next um, thing is also from the Nordstrom sale, um, but they do tend to have a lot of them is really what I have discovered is one of my favorite, just basic t-shirts is the Castlon brand. And it's a rounded V-neck t-shirt. I love the Castlon brand. Yes. I do. I I have some good, like lighter weight sweatshirts of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and their stuff tends to be, it, it tends to be sized for women and not like for eighth graders. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, exactly. I don't know. You, you get a little, it's a little roomy. Yeah. It's just good. And I like this rounded V-neck because it's a rounded V-neck. It's not mm-hmm. a super pointed V. It's just kind of a nice look. It's on sale for 1290, um, during the sale. Um, the white is like, it's, 
it's, you know, it's hard to find a white shirt. Like it's, it's see-through esque, but I think because it's got kind of this heathering through it, like mm-hmm. as long as you wear a nude bra, you can wear it by itself. Okay. Um, which I like. Um, and so, um, and I get a medium, so they run kind of true to size cause I tend to like a medium in most shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, I just, it's just a really good basic. The stripes t-shirt. are really cute. All the stripes yeah. are cute. Yeah. It's just a good, it's a good basic tee to wear under stuff or to wear by itself or however you want to wear it. Okay. So. That's it. And then my last thing is there is a Texas band that I love called Flatland Calvary. Okay. Um, that I think Jackson Fisher was actually the first person to tell me about them. Uh-huh. Um, but they, I know, because they're like kind of the college kids love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are... Um, they're from Lubbock or they started in Lubbock. So they were Texas tech kids. Um, and they have a new album that came out, I think a week ago or two weeks ago, but it's called welcome to country land. Okay. Um, and I like all their music, but it's just like good folk country music. I love their lyrics. I love their sound and they have a new album out and I just really am a fan. And that's what I've been listening to. Okay. I, you know, I love a new music suggestion. Okay, well, this is, I mean, this is country, you know, but it's upbeat, and I just think it's really good, and, like, really, you need to go back, because I think all their music is so good, um, but I was real excited that they had something new out. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, so, um, so that's it. So, on the new album, I will say my favorite song so far is called Life Without You, okay. and it's just, I just really like it. So, those are my five favorites. Thank you for your five favorites, and speaking of new albums, have you listened to John Mayer's new album yet? Yes, I love it. It's really so good. good. I know it's really good. It's really good. It's like yacht rock, you know. It's, yeah, it's it's like yacht rock, which is just one of my favorite genres. It's easy to listen to. That's the best way mm-hmm. I know to describe. Like it's just it it doesn't demand or require much at all of the listener. No, um, except it, and it it sounds so familiar. I think to those of us who grew up in the eighties, but it doesn't sound like. It sounds like early 80s. It sounds like yeah. when we, were, we listened to Air Supply. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, has, that's so good. That's a great, yeah. It, it, it has that kind of feel. It's a Christopher uh-huh. Cross situation. It's yes. it's not like the, the part of the 80s that I don't enjoy, which is like the techie sounding synthesizer-y uh-huh. stuff. I don't, I, that's not my deal, but, yeah. but it's a soft rock situation. I agree. I really like it. I think it's, I've, I've been putting that on while I cook dinner a lot. Not that I've done that, but um, in the last couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. when I was, and it's just a good like background um, soothing. It's easy listening. It's yes, easy it is. listening. Uh-huh. I, when I lived in Atlanta this summer after my freshman year of college, there was a radio station. I'm sure it's still there called B98.5. Uh-huh. And there was a DJ named Rebecca Stevens. Okay. And I told David when this album came out, I said, Rebecca Stevens would have played this sucker from start to finish on B98.5. That's what it sounds like. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's it. Anyway. That's it. All right. Well, y'all, we're going to make it through whether we're, Texas fans, A&M fans, Bulldog fans, Sooner fans, all the fans. We're going to make it through. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. And we will be back next week with probably low, even more thoughts about all of these things. Yes. And we'll have more information by then too. Yes, we will. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye everybody. Bye y'all.
selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 